Hello, communicators. Welcome to episode 11 of the audio series, The Communicator. Let's dive into the world of corporate communications from an in-house lens. I'm Yesenia Reynoso, your host, and thanks so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show or a general member, hit that subscribe button. You can also share, like, and comment on this and previous episodes at your disposal. Spread it far and wide, amigos. I'm available on social media, so follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter slash X. All my handles are listed in the episode description box below. And finally, this episode and all previous 10 volumes are now available across all primary podcast mediums. Every new episode comes out on the first and third Mondays of the month, which you can hear on your laptop, mobile, or any portable electronic device. Now that we got all those housekeeping details out of the way, welcome again to episode 11 of The Communicator. I am so happy that we are back in our podcast circles ready to discuss another core corporate communications concept. Now, before we do, just wanted to make everyone aware that the season one finale of The Communicator takes place on Monday, December 4th. We are literally just four episodes away from the finale. I, for one, cannot overstate my excitement to deliver some amazing news as well as the future of the audio series. In addition, it would mean the absolute world if you could leave a five-star rating or a review, questions, tips, themes, topics, whatever it is that pops out of your head, please don't hesitate to send that over to me across my various communications mediums, social media, DMs, email, you name it, I have it all. Your feedback really matters to me as I continue to grow the footprint of the communicator. This show is for you. I want to ensure that this platform is something that each and every one of you can enjoy, be engaged, and as well as to learn more about corporate communications and figuring out ways as to how we can better present ourselves and our story in a way that is uniquely you, uniquely me, uniquely us. Our story is what makes us special. And with that, it is time now to dive into the theme episode of The Communicator. And it is a subject, in my opinion, that needs to be reintroduced back into our industry. A topic that really resonates with me. And I'm very much looking forward to being one of, if not the leading voice whether it's through the communicator, why communicate yourself, or any other thought leadership vehicle, I strongly feel that this subject must come back into our communications ecosystem. Given the recent global events of the past week, it is of the utmost importance that we reintroduce the concept of media literacy. This particular subject, we have seen it, whether it's through school, high school, university, you name it, or even at some point throughout our communications journey. Media literacy gives us the assertion as to how we can navigate all different types of media uh, messages, but more importantly, Figuring out, figuring out the ways as to how we could consume it and relay that message across masses. 
this week once again showcased the power of the media and how it is at the forefront of history. Whether it is for positive or negative reasons, whatever situation it is you're in line, the media, no doubt about it, plays an important role in how the information not only gets consumed, but also showcased throughout the world in a way that in many ways should be factual and transparent. But given the recent years that we have seen, the messaging of any kind of news has now turned into something that is very heavily narrative-based and highly opinionated. It has made it incredibly difficult for the public to trust the mainstream media as the honesty and transparency levels have been in very steep decline. We have witnessed the rise of independent media now more than ever playing a much stronger role in how news is being consumed. We are also seeing the rise of citizen journalism where everyday citizens are now becoming their own news broadcasters and reporting live in real time the action and as well as relaying information to the general public. And it is because of that citizen journalism is not only on the rise, but it's quickly becoming one of the most trusted sources among audiences. Either way that we look at it, media literacy is the foundation for how not only we present our stories, but where exactly do we want those stories to be relayed to? How and why it is important for us as communications professionals to relay that story in a way that is factually correct. As I mentioned in my, in my very first episode, we are communicators, informers, persuaders, storytellers, gatekeepers. We have the power to shapeshift narratives and perceptions. It is because of us that we want individuals to not only resonate with our message, but we want people to connect and deliver a call to action, whether it's to one person or to a million people. We know for a fact that key messaging, it is what's going to get either people on our side accepting of our message or get them to think in order to get them to our side. Or if they don't agree with it, that's okay but important for us to listen to them and see if we can come up with some constructive conclusions. Either way, the power of media is the power of information. And it is because of that, our role in this ever evolving, either traditional or digital world is what's pretty much going to determine some very important results that could forever shape our history. And as we're seeing it right now, we are witnessing just how powerful the media can be. And if not used correctly, can really become a dangerous tool. And so with that, my passion, excuse me, and what I would like to do is to bring media literacy back into the forefront. Again, whether it's through Why Communicate, The Communicator, 
the Legacy Newsletter or any other thought leadership vehicle that I am bringing up. I want media literacy to be at the forefront of conversations. This is the first of many short and long-form content on media literacy, a topic I strongly believe we need to reintroduce and restore across our industry. For this particular episode, I am going to discuss the basics of media literacy, the core components, and why it needs a bigger spotlight. This is media literacy one-on-one. I am pretty much going to give you the general basis as to what it is all about, a reintroduction, and as well as a opening for us to discuss even much bigger topics that are tied to the specific theme. And so with that, let's communicate about media literacy, shall we? Great. Part one, what is media literacy? So the definition of media literacy refers to the ability to access, analyze, evaluate, and critically understand various forms of media, including but not limited to television, film, radio, print, digital, and social media. It involves skills and competencies that enable individuals to navigate media messages, complex and often influential world. Media literacy is very much essential in today's information rich and digitally connected world. It empowers individuals to make informed decisions, resist manipulation and engage with media content in a way that promotes civic engagement and critical thinking. It is essential for people across all ages growing up in an environment heavily saturated with media messages to help them become more discerning consumers and producers of media content. That is the general definition of what media literacy is. In addition, the four words that you're going to be hearing a lot throughout this episode are the four key pillars to create a foundation of media literacy that is going to help communications pros be able to better identify the news outlets that are either in the middle informing or biased towards one side or the other, and as well as the direction of what you want your messaging to be and how you want audiences to perceive it. Those four pillars are access, analyze, evaluate, and critically th- and critical thinking. Those four pillars are the four components, very important, that we are going to be analyzing a lot more. In total, there are 10 core components. As a matter of fact, that is the perfect segue to part two of this episode, the core components of media literacy. Media literacy encompasses several core components, as I mentioned, 10 in particular, that may help individuals critically analyze and engage with media content. These core components may vary slightly depending on how media literacy is defined, but most of them generally include, now we dive into the actual components themselves. Core component number one, access. Finding and accessing media content through various sources and platforms. This core component involves knowing how to navigate media landscapes, locate information effectively and as well as accessing various sources and platforms. Number two, core component number two, I should say, analysis. 
The capacity to deconstruct media messages, including and recognizing elements like framing, bias, propaganda, and persuasive techniques used in media content. This core component analyzes media that helps individuals understand the intended notices and underlining agendas. Core component number three, evaluation. Accessing the credibility and reliability of sources and the quality of information presented in the media. This core component involves determining whether a source is trustworthy and whether the information presented is accurate and unbiased. Core component number four, critical thinking. Developing the ability to think critically about media content, questioning assumptions, and understanding the potential impact of media on individuals and society. This core component involves questioning assumptions, seeking evidence, and thinking critically about the messages and information presented in media. Critical thinkers are more likely to resist manipulation and misinformation. This particular core component in particular is so important for so many reasons, but I want to say to everyone, whenever you consume media, don't jump to conclusions. As a matter of fact, I made a, I made a notion about it in one of my videos for the short form series, The Y Tips. If you're not following on Instagram, please do so now at y.communicate and watch that video along with the other amazing tips that I have. It is really important, again, to not jump into conclusions. Very important for you to question it, analyze, study what it is all, study what it is all about. Ask questions. Get a 360 overview as to what, what exactly this particular headline or point wants to make. When you adapt critical thinking, you'll be able to have a better fundamental aspect as to what, what this entire message is all about, what is the end goal, and how do you, as a consumer of information, be able to catapult that in a way that either aligns with your interests or doesn't. It is so important for us to not accept information right away, but instead we have the right to question it and as well as do our research to ensure that the information we're consuming is correct. And if it's not correct, we have every right to retract that and be able to notify individuals as to why it is not correct. Being truthful matters now more than ever. Core component number five, creation. The ability to create media content responsibly and effectively, whether it is through writing, producing videos, or engaging in social media. This core component involves the ability to create media content that is highly effective and responsible. And it includes also, as well as I mentioned, writing many different types of formats producing short form or long form videos, social media monitoring or listening, different methods of social media, and as well as participating in citizen journalism. Core component number six, the digital literacy. Given the prevalence of digital media, media, media literacy, I should say, also encompasses digital literacy, which involves understanding online communication, digital citizenship, and the responsible use of technology. And understanding that is so crucial in today's age. Having digital literacy and encompasses skills related to navigating the internet, 
using digital tools, understanding online privacy and security, and engaging in responsible online behavior. Core component number seven, ethical considerations. Media literacy also addresses ethical media consumption and production issues. This particular component encourages individuals to consider the ethical implications of the media choices they assume, as well as its actions, such as respecting copyright and avoiding plagiarism. Core component number eight, cultural and social context. Understanding the cultural and social context in which the media is produced and consumed is so essential for media literacy. This includes recognizing how media can be reflective and shape our cultural norms, values, stereotypes, and traditions. Core component number nine, media effects. Media literacy often involves understanding the potential effects of media on individuals and society overall. This includes examining issues such as media violence, media's impact on body image, and the media's role in shaping public opinion. That last one in particular uh, is incredibly important. Core component number 10, media literacy and civic engagement. Media literacy can also be seen as a tool for civic engagement. It empowers individuals to participate in the democratic process, critically evaluate political messages, and engage in informed discussions about important issues. However, as we have seen in today's world, especially in the political, in the political ecosystem, media literacy is not as implemented heavily as such. Unfortunately, we have seen a lot of lying when it, when it comes to political ads and as well as a lot of misinformation that unfortunately steers voters into the wrong direction. Most of these politicians nowadays unfortunately lie in order to get their message across. And because of today's environment, they use many different tactics, whether it's from the culture war or whatever, whatever mistakes the opposite side makes and they pounce on it to further, ge to further generate any traction that can potentially persuade the audience in their favor instead of truthfully talking about core policy issues that mean everything to the citizens. Now that we focus on the core components of media literacy, we're now going to shift onto the why component. Why is it important for media literacy to be introduced? Why is it important for media literacy to start having a much bigger footprint? These core components of media literacy very much work together to help develop individuals become much more informed, critical, and responsible media consumers and creators. Developing these skills is essential in navigating today's society, complex, and influential media world. Reintroducing media literacy into communications processes is essential for several reasons, primarily for communications reasons. Number one, addressing misinformation and disinformation. Media literacy equips communications professionals with the tools to recognize and combat misinformation and disinformation. In an era of fake news and viral rumors, communicators must be able to discourage credible sources from unreliable ones and help their audience do the same. This is where media literacy comes into play, and if you tie it to crisis communications, it will not only help communicators have the tools necessary to combat 
misinformation and disinformation, but also be able to present credible sources that they and as well as their audiences can consume in order to combat any kind of falsehoods. Number two, enhancing credibility. Demonstrating a commitment to media literacy can improve the credibility of communication professionals and the organizations they represent. Evaluating and using reliable sources of information can accurately reinforce trust with audiences. Trust and transparency matter more than ever in today's communications world. If you do not establish trust with your audience, you're not going to be able to be you're not going to be able to be transparent. Pretty much, they're not they're not going to trust you, not once, not ever. You got to establish trust. Number three, migrating crisis situations. In times of crisis or emergencies, media literacy skills can help communications professionals navigate and respond to rapidly evolving situations more effectively. They can discourage credible information from rumors and communicate accurate updates to the public, shareholders, and stakeholders. Number four, crafting more effective messages. Media literacy enables communication professionals to understand the media landscape and audience perspectives better. This knowledge can inform the creation of a more targeted and persuasive message that resonates with the intended audience. Number five, ethical communication. Media literacy includes understanding ethical considerations in media consumption and production by incorporating ethical principles into the practices Communications professionals can ensure that messages are responsible, respectful, and aligned with proper ethical standards. Number six, promoting transparency. Encouraging media literacy within an organization's communication practices fosters transparency. When organizations openly acknowledge the potential for bias or manipulation in media and demonstrate a commitment to responsible communication, they can very much build trust with their stakeholders, shareholders, and the general public. Number seven, adapted to changing media landscapes. It's all about adapting. The media landscape continually evolves with new technologies and platforms that are emerging. Media literacy skills help communications professionals stay adaptable and navigate these changes effectively, ensuring their messages remain highly relevant. Number eight, supporting audience engagement. Media literacy encourage active and critical engagement with media content. Communications professionals can leverage this by creating content encouraging our audience participation, discussion, and interaction. You build a stronger you build stronger connections with a wide variety of target audiences. Number nine, advocating for responsible media practices. By promoting media literacy, communications professionals can support responsible media practices within organizations and industries. They can help raise awareness about the importance of accurate, balanced reporting and ethical communication. And finally, number 10, empowering stakeholders. Teaching media literacy skills to stakeholders, shareholders, board of directors, and other prominent individuals that include employees and customers empowers them to be more discerning information discerning information consumers. This can reduce the likelihood of misunderstandings, rumors, or misinterpretations that can harm an organization's reputation. Incorporating media literacy into communications practices can contribute to a highly effective, ethical, and responsible communication strategy. It empowers communication pros to navigate the complexities of today's modern media landscape and fosters trust with their audiences by demonstrating a commitment to truth, 
accuracy and responsible information dissemination. And especially now, given that we are now in a heavily based narrative world, it is so important for us communication pros to understand how media literacy works and how we can correctly identify the media outlets that are going to that are going to assist us in ensuring that our messaging gets displayed in a in a proper factual matter. We talked about the importance of transparency. We can help journalists give them the proper tools and resources to be able to inform the general audience as to what we're presenting. Because the me the corporate media world is getting hit and we're also starting to see some sort of blowback within the independent media sectors as well all of that toxicity is going to resonate down to the communications field and as communications pros the very last thing that we need to be dealing with is a dented reputation if they're not going to trust the media what makes you think that consumers are going and the general public are going to trust us and so i want you and i so i want uh, all audiences to uh, to wrap up this episode uh with this notion as as such with the power of media it is our responsibility to be truthful factual and ethical media literacy is the foundation for us to be able to display stories that are going to impact the communities we serve. And if we don't do something to better improve that landscape and assist the and assist the media ecosystem, then it is bound for collapse. Now we have come to the end of episode number 11 of The Communicator. Questions, comments, anything you agree or disagree with? What topics should I focus on next? Any feedback is highly welcome. Just email me at yr.ymedia at gmail.com. This email is listed in the episode description. Don't forget to follow me on social media and on The Communicator. Hit those subscribe buttons once again. Share, like, and comment away as we continue to elevate this podcast further. Leave a five-star rating or review. And lastly, tune in to episode 12 in two weeks' time. And I will very much see you next time on the opposite end of the corporate communication spectrum. Till then, everyone. So long.